It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's dive into those listener questions, Angie. And our first two of the day have uh, kind of a, a similar theme. Uh, both have to do with kind of affordability and new builds. So interested in your perspective on this. Uh, we're going to go to Wake Forest first to get a question here from Fisher. And Fisher says, my price range is right around 450000 Just not quite finding the house that I want. Um, so I've been poking around looking at lots and have found some great ones for around hundred k. That leaves me 350 to build a house. I'm thinking somewhere between 1,500, 2,000 square feet with a two-car garage. Is this a realistic approach, or am I way undershooting building costs? I think, honestly, Fisher, you're probably way undershooting building costs. Mm. Building costs, once COVID hit, you know, the, I guess, lack of being able to get the products in a timely manner caused the building uh, of, you know, building costs to just skyrocket, um, you know, cost of lumber, cost of everything was delayed, costing it to then drive up into price point. Um, and so to think that a builder can come in and build a home of that size with a two-car garage at 350 is probably going to be very, very difficult. You know, I know it's tough. Like you mentioned, a price range of 450 you're not quite finding what you want. I'm hearing the same feedback from a lot of our clients. I think there's a misunderstanding that our market, the triangle, is not not to say that you think it's inexpensive, but we have a lot of people relocating, coming from like California, New York, and they feel like, oh, I'll just go to North Carolina and I'll save a lot of money. Well, they're not understanding that actually like our market has hugely appreciated and the average price point is way higher than what it was, you know, a year ago or six months ago. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to be connected with builders to really price it out. I don't think that you're going to be able to find, though, a builder who's going to get you that square footage with a two-car garage for three fifty. We're happy to make that connection for you. We have a lot of great builders that we work with, um, but I think that might be a little difficult. Sorry to say. Yeah, spe- I guess especially if you're talking like stick-built on-site home. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. different if it was like a modular yeah. or something like that. But And if we're thinking about a 100K lot, um, I'm assuming you probably have gone out into the county you just can't get something in the city at 100k Mm -hmm. um unless it's like a a little pebble of a piece of land um so that means you now need to take into to uh you know consideration you have you know probably well septic so right there are carrying costs you probably didn't even think about to get just the lot as a whole developed you know are there trees on the lot do they need to be torn Mm. down so there's expenses that go into just getting the lot ready before we even start building well, so. you, you read the mind of our next question asker, oh, so that's perfect. Maybe <laughs> okay. Fisher and Rennie are friends looking to buy a property together since their questions yeah. were so similar this week. Uh, but <laughs> Rennie has a slightly different angle, but you just started to touch on it there. So okay. uh, Rennie says, I'm trying to price out a custom home build. I understand there will be material and labor costs from the contractor, but how much should I budget for other things like running electrical and water to the house, permits, septic, etc.? All those hidden fees seem like they could add up quickly. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I I wish I knew the numbers just to throw out numbers to you, and I don't. I, I don't even want to, you know, pretend like I do just because, let's say, like, hey, we're pricing out for putting a, a septic, you know, on the property. Well, what if we have to now pump it out? Um, what if it's not just a standard, like, system that we're putting in? So it, it's really tough just to start throwing out numbers, but, you know, it, I think, Renny, where you're getting at is, what are those fees I'm not thinking of? And there's probably a lot of them. Like I just mentioned with Fisher's question, you know, your septic, your well. I mean, to, you know, put a septic on the property, you're probably easily looking around, you know, I'm throwing out like a 10000 plus price point there. Um, you also need to make sure you have permits for all of that. So it's not even accounting for like permits. Digging a well. I mean, I've seen a range anywhere from like, you know, up to like 15000 or so. Um, so it really just depends on the overall land that we're building in, the location. Um, so there's a lot more that goes into it. So the best way though, Rennie, to give you guidance there, you know, I'm a real estate professional. I'm not a builder. So it is making that connection, connecting you with a builder. Um, and we have several that we work with to really run some rough estimates for you. Um, and we can go from there. This is one of those ones where you just got to get uh, get kind of in conversation and get talking with the right people. And then you'll you'll head down the right path there and get the direction that you need. Rennie and Fisher, great questions from both of you. You just need to really get some accurate quotes on exactly the areas that you're looking in. There's just, like you said, Angie, so many variables. Okay, if, uh, how close is the electrical? Just that one thing. Like, are we? is there a pole there? Is there? Can we tap into already? Or do we got to run lines out there? What about internet access? We didn't even touch on that. So nah, yeah. lots of different variables and question marks. And for a builder's sure. going to definitely be able to give you at least a little bit better starting point for what budgeting you're talking about and, and expectations there. Angie, this next one comes to us from Brent in Apex. Brent says, I'm a creative writer by trade. Would it you be okay if I wrote my own home description for the listing? You know, potentially. <laughs> no, I just say that um, we love input from our clients, from our sellers. Um, and so we have had some that want to be a little bit more involved than others. And we most definitely will take your writing and then we might make some tweaks or some suggestions to it. What I've often found is whenever we get kind of criticized for how we wrote the description, it's because the seller wanted to see a lot more information, but they don't realize that we are limited on our characters. And so we are trying to fit in as much information into the limited amount of characters in that description as possible. So anytime, you know, someone has come back to us, they come back with a story long description of their home. And it's like, that's great. That's a great write up, but we can't even put it into the MLS database. We're limited. So um, yes, we are completely open to suggestions. You know, sometimes we've written up our description and then the seller goes back and maybe makes a couple of tweaks. Um, so we are completely open to working together and giving each other feedback where needed if if you do want to be involved. For the most part, we do it on our own. Our sellers are beyond happy with us and they run with how we wrote the description, but we're open. Yeah, sometimes, uh, I mean, it might be neat just to see what a creative writer would do to yeah. a, a listing description. You know, I'm sure there be, might be some little whimsy that you could work in yeah. there, I would imagine. It would be kind of fun. But at the same time, you don't want to get too complicated and too over the yes. top, right? Like, don't yeah. don't don't, uh, don't over-engineer it. 
so to speak. Yeah. Keep it simple. I've seen some, I've seen some fun ones before. You know, our, our goal is to put as many just features about the home in the description, right? How much can we fit into that little bit of block that they give us as far as writing details to, to really talk as much about the home as possible? The reason being is that description is really, it's selling the home, right? The pictures and the description is selling the home. We can't trust the buying agent who is presenting the home to their client to really point out additional features. A lot of times they're not even aware because they're just kind of maybe hidden, right? So our goal is to really include as many features about the home in the listing so that the buyer agent or selling agent knows what to share with their client, with their buyer client. All right, last question of the week comes to us from Ann. Ann says, uh, and Ann's and Carrie, do you think professional staging is important now or does virtual staging usually do the trick? Virtual staging 100% does a trick. Um, you know, there are some times maybe based on a price point that we would, you know, suggest like actual like staging, bringing in product. But for the most part, whenever we have a vacant home, the virtual staging, it does the job because what's getting people in a home is the photography, the pictures. So pictures are everything. So we have a vacant room, we put in some virtual staging, and it just really helps the buyer to visualize how they could design or set up that space. So I would say probably 98% of the time, virtual staging does the key. And it honestly, it saves marketing dollars. It saves money in the seller's pocket. I mean, it's a win-win for all and it gets the home sold. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.